1: Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss trends that may end up defining the future of marketing. Joining us is Dan Radu, who is the president of Macro, which is a B2B global marketing agency that specializes in digital marketing and CRM. Macro offers their clients either dedicated or project-based resources to scale marketing operations, campaigns, they add their technical expertise to your team, they can accelerate your marketing projects, and they use global resources as a natural team extension. And today, Dan and I are going to talk about the future of the marketing profession. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Dan Radu, the president of Macro. Dan, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Good to be here, Ben. Thanks for having me. Excited to have you here, excited to talk a little bit about B2B marketing, and let's break out our crystal balls here. We're going to talk about the future. So you've just hit your 10-year anniversary running a B2B marketing agency. You're now a global marketing agency. I'm sure that you've seen some things and learned a little bit about how marketing works. Talk to me about what you've seen over the last 10 years, and, and what does that make you think is going to happen for marketers in the future?
2: Well, in the last 10 years, I've been a ride, I think uh, 10, 15 years, it's sort of like eons ago in digital. When I started, things like marketing automations were pretty new or new concept. The word MarTech was barely being coined at that time, and there were just not enough people around making sense of all this. And now there's more like, for example, just a little anecdote. I had a job in my first job in demand generation consulting. My manager was doing a CRM project and even know the difference between contacts and accounts and they were running a demand generation CRM project. That's how it was 11, 12 years ago. Now these are basic skills for anybody who wants to get into digital.
1: It's kind of funny thinking back, 10 years doesn't sound like a long time ago. Obviously, technology moves quicker than, I don't know, let's call it real life. But 10 years ago, Facebook's ad platform was just sort of coming out on the commercial side, right? Becoming one of the dominant players. You know, we really didn't focus on digital advertising. It wasn't the primary consumer of marketing budgets. Obviously, digital and our advertising and our ability to do real-time bidding and having programmatic engines... That's all developed over the last 10 years. So when you think about where we stand today, how do you describe where marketing is today as opposed to where it was when you first started?
2: Marketing is much more broad today. Marketing involves knowing not only strategy, but a lot of tactics based on what the technology enables you to do. Marketing means a lot of tech skills as well for people who come into the professions and they do entry-level job, operational specialist roles. Marketing is as more security now. So a lot of more focus has to be put on the revenue generation. A lot of marketing leaders, they oversee both sales and marketing just so they can manage the streamlined process and something like I consider marketing as an extension of the sales, because it's there to support the sales, to generate the leads, That's that type of thinking.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I think of the rise of the CRO and sort of the departure of the CMO. We've seen a lot of brands, as you mentioned, kind of merge marketing and sales together, also customer success and focus on revenue. We've seen a channel shift. We've gone much more digital and been focused more on marketing analytics and thinking that things are always going to be attributable. If a marketing channel is effective, it will show some sort of revenue signal, or at least that's how it's been for the last 10 years. Talk to me about what the impact of some of the privacy changes and the data restrictions have meant to you, and how do you think that's going to shape the future of marketing?
2: Privacy becomes more and more important. The more data it's available, the more privacy becomes important. I think in North America, privacy is a virtue and it's something that people really cherish. It's a value that people have in other countries. Maybe it's a little bit less, but it starts to be increasingly more important and relevant for others. There's like just to prove ROI, some of the challenges we see is that you just can bring all these data points together. So you can, in the end, like you want people to have... All the touch points that lead to a close one deal if you can have all the data together. So whether there's a privacy barrier, a technology barrier, or any other type of restriction, it's an impact, of course.
1: To me, I think the big change as we've seen privacy become more restricted, our access to data has become more sparse. And so that means that potentially there's a shift away from the traditional demand generation activities we've seen over the last decade and moving more towards focusing less on demand gen, more on awareness building, getting yourself out there. Some of the less trackable kind of what we start to call the dark social part of the web Talk to me about where you see the future of marketing. Are we going to be demand generation focused? Are we still going to be very data driven? Or are marketers going to start focusing again more on building awareness and filling the top of the funnel and hoping that it trickles down? That's
2: a very interesting point. I did notice some of this, the focus is taking a bit of a step back. So instead of helping marketing in the bottom of the funnel activities and enabling the sales like that, a lot of the focus goes back to just generating awareness. So people just simply knowing that there's a company out there macro that has uh, global resources and there are more competitors in the market now. So you need to differentiate yourself like that. So people actually have to know that you are an option for them. So yeah, I definitely see a lot of more, a trend towards this awareness building that it's happening.
1: So as we think about the future of marketing, I can't go a conversation without mentioning artificial intelligence, chat GPT, maybe if we'll throw a bard Bing in there, you know, what do you think happens to the future of the marketing profession now that we're seeing privacy restriction changes, we're seeing our access to data being limited, but we're also being fed all of these tools that can help us create content and automate our processes. Tell me your vision, look into the crystal ball and tell me, what do you think the future of the marketing profession looks like?
2: I think there's going to be multiple type of AI solutions. I don't think there's going to be one vendor only, similar to how right now there's different software vendors, there's different AI vendors. There's not going to be one AI to rule them all. So it's still going to be a competition. It's going to be different use case and different applications, different solutions of um, anything that we call artificial intelligence. For example, I was at the Adobe conference in Vegas a couple of months ago, and they announced their... Generative AI as well, we'd call it Adobe Firefly and it basically can spit out an image. So if you have a product, let's say it's a tent and you spit out an image of this tent and then this tent and you can have it show in the winter as you camp in the winter or you camping in the summer. So all of that can automatically generate and create this type of content and then replicate it, resize it and publish it across different platforms. So that was interesting. In the future, one of the myths with any type of automation and AI is that in this will you automate the person's role. But it's not the person's role that you automate; you automate the process, the job process. One of the examples I like to go back to is the introduction of um, ATMs and bank machines at the banks. There's still tellers; people still want to speak with some people. Just because there's ATMs now, the bank, doesn't mean that the bank didn't grow or the bank didn't have to hire so many more people. I see it grew. So there's still jobs. It's just the focus changes.
1: Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutnex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X.co. co. What do you think is going to happen to the core skill set? We've seen that marketers... Need to be less focused on creative over the last decade, more on their analytic skills, more on their understanding of technology. We've gone from being artists to, I don't know, the center of the hub, right? We need to understand how to work, at, at least work with the technology teams, the analytics teams, understand creatives. What do you think happens to the marketing skill set now that artificial intelligence is rearing its head?
2: What is going to happen? and what i've seen also happening already is a lot of the marketing professionals will have to work like it professionals so things and skills like dealing with software vendors are very important planning creating roadmaps of technology rollout so let me say it's a marketing automation platform or maybe you do you some sort of ai solution For marketing, you need to plan things like adoption, rollout, onboarding, technology support, partners, technology consultants that you manage. All of those things are very important. I don't think also the marketers have been used working in the same way as IT professionals have. That's why agile marketing practices will become more important or even more important than they are now.
1: You said agile marketing practices will become more important. So walk me through what you mean by agile marketing practices.
2: So for example, working in sprints, let's say marketing team, having a project manager that sets certain sprints objectives and deliverables for two weeks, working with different stakeholders in the marketing organization. They want to launch campaigns and then taking all this, putting it into a sprint plan. Giving it to an execution team to deliver on that, understanding what are blockers, understanding what type of skills, different skills, or different teams are needed to come together, adjusting, reiterating everything every two weeks. And even the people that manage the marketing technology, they have to understand and work with things like releases, product updates, servers being down system's not fully working, then they have to set those expectations to the rest of the stakeholders in the marketing organization. And they have to make sure that they avoid things like tech debt. So just being stuck by your technology and spending most of the time troubleshooting as opposed to having the technology enabling the business. The technology is to enable the business, not impend the business.
1: It's funny, I think of some of the marketing activities that I've run over the last, I don't know, year or so. One was building a database. One was figuring out how to integrate that database with a business intelligence tool to be able to enrich data, to be able to run a remarketing campaign. And at the end, there was produce a piece of creative to leverage our retargeting cloud that we built. Very little of that has to do with what you traditionally would think of marketing. And I'm working with vendors who are experts to be able to build a database and refine it and filter our data and get it in the right format and build our charts and blah, 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 My point is, that's not exactly something that I studied in college. So what do you think are the best ways that as the marketing profession changes, marketers can continue to work to stay ahead of the technology curve and ahead of the skill set curve to make sure that they have a job and are reliable assets to their company?
2: I also think that the education system will change. That's certainly going to be an impact. Do I want my kids to go to university? Yes. Do I think that there's many other ways to learn? Absolutely. Yes, we have democratization of information. We have courses, we have certificates. I was actually writing an article about this a few years to the Canadian Marketing um, Association, and I said there's all these software companies that they scream from the bottom of their lungs, trying to educate people on how their technology works. And then there's all these companies that just don't have enough people and there's all these other people looking for jobs so there's many places to learn there's online certification there's online academies there's different training programs that the marketing technology vendors offer universities are slowly putting some courses but again they're more theoretical in nature there's communities where you can meet other professionals and learn from them there's many ways that you can pick up new skills and learns in today's digital world
1: last question i have for you is: you think about the future of marketing we're obviously seeing an incredible amount of growth with artificial intelligence, and marketing skill sets are becoming more diverse. There's different ways for us to learn about marketing. What advice would you have for somebody early in their career or somebody who's transitioning into marketing to make sure that they are finding the right role for them and giving themselves a chance to be able to thrive in the future?
2: I think understanding the strategies as well, the learning school. Keep those in mind, if you're starting off, you might not understand how that applies to your day-to-day job or entry-level tasks that you have to do, or the fundamentals that you're exposed to in your early career days. But I think keeping in mind the overall picture, keeping on basic marketing, like making easy process for the customer to buy, creating a pleasant experience, something visually appealing, things like creating convenience understanding why the customer needs something.
1: Those are fundamentals
2: that won't go away.
1: You know, no matter what the technology is, no matter our ability with having machine learning help us support our marketing, there still has to be a fundamental understanding of who your customer is. At the end of the day, marketing, the practices might change, the skill sets to be a successful marketer might develop, But marketing is still marketing. It's still understanding who your customer is, understanding what their desires, their needs are, and being able to articulate your product's promise to them to help them complete a transaction. The fundamentals haven't changed no matter how much the technology does. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Dan Radu, the president of Macro. Join us again tomorrow when Dan and I continue our conversation talking about globalization in technology marketing. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Dan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Dan Radu, that's D-A-N-R-A-D-U, or you can visit his company's website, which is macromator.com, M-A-C-R-O-M-A-T-O-R.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests.